Are you ready to live the all-in life? Then welcome to the All-In Podcast Show, sharing the defining moments of impact-driven entrepreneurs, industry pioneers, and transformative leaders as they showcase their defining moments and went all-in on their business and found true success. From the early steps in their journey to the moment they truly took their commitment to their life and business to another level, we'll give you the insight you need to go all-in on your dream life. Now here's your host, Daniel Giordano. All right, so I want to welcome everyone to the uh, All In Podcast Show. Today, my guest is uh, Patrick Fitzgibbons um, from CJ Evolution. I'm excited to share his message with you. Welcome to the show. Hey, Daniel. Thanks for uh, having me, brother. I love your, what you're doing. Thanks for uh, allowing me to come on. All right. I am excited to share. I know we had a little chat earlier about you know what some of the cool things you've been doing over your life and the mm -hmm. impact that you're having and the things that you're working on to you know continue getting your message out there. So I'm excited yeah. to have you and share that with the audience here. So um, tell me a little bit about your background, like, you know, where you, where you grew up and where you came from. Well, I appreciate it, man. Once again, <laughs> it's, a, it's an honor to be here. My background, you know, I, uh, I grew up uh, mainly in Colorado, as we were telling you off the air before we started. I grew up a little bit overseas. My, I was a military brat. Uh, my dad, who was a, an attorney, he was a JAG officer in the Army, got stationed in uh, Colorado, and I pretty much stayed here. Uh, you know, um, with the exception of my military service down in North Carolina, I pretty much grew up in Colorado. Uh, and from a, a very young age, I always was fascinated with law enforcement, military. So when I was old enough, uh, after the military, I did a couple of years in uh, the 82nd Airborne down at Fort Bragg. And then I knew I wanted to get into law enforcement. You know, law enforcement or people in the military, a lot of them just kind of gravitate you know, towards law enforcement, because there's, you know, it's paramilitary, there's structure, there's rank, all that stuff. So I missed that after I got out of the army, I had a young daughter at the time, and my wife was kind of fed up with the military, I was in a rapid deployment unit. So she wanted me to do something else, I was always gone. So I, I wanted to get into law enforcement, I come from a law enforcement background, a lot of Chicago uh, PD, uh, uh, cops in my family. Mm -hmm. uh, so I came back to Colorado with my family in tow and uh, started my journey in law enforcement. And a long story short, I started on patrol uh, as a patrol officer, uh, went through the ranks. I was a detective. I was, I was a SWAT guy for a while. I uh, did all those fun assignments and I uh, ended up retiring as an operations commander. And I was in charge of all the patrol operations uh, in my uh, department as well as patrol officers. So I did that in 2019, retired. Uh, before I retired, about uh, three or four years before I retired, I started my show, and I thank you for the plug, uh, CJ Evolution, Criminal Justice Evolution Podcast, and uh, I've just been having a great, great time with it. Uh, I have about, oh, I have a little over 400 episodes right now. I have amazing guests on the show. Uh, my podcast, I do talk about criminal justice uh, uh, topics, which is the premise behind the show, but I also talk about, you know, motivation, inspiration. I talk a lot about mindset, like you and I were talking before we mm -hmm. started. You know, I want to give officers, you know, you know, that motivation and inspiration. It's a very tough environment, as you and I were talking about. Uh, so I wanted mine to be more of a kind of a self-help. Uh, you know, I give them the tools through, you know, my experience in law enforcement, my guests, you know, I want to give officers the tools that they need to, to navigate a very, very difficult uh, profession. So uh, after I retired, I wrote a little micro book, a little shameless plug called Evolve, uh, a little, little uh, micro book. It's about 70 pages long that I wanted to write uh, for the criminal justice profession. I wanted to continue to give back uh, mm -hmm. to the profession that was so good to me. 
uh, over the years. So uh, that's that's where I'm at, brother, and uh, just having mm-hmm. a good time. I also teach on the side. I teach on the college level and coach and mentor officers and criminal justice students. So I'm just having a good time. Awesome. So, you know, I know a lot of times, you know, sometimes from a, uh, uh, you know, the outside, it may look like, you know, in, in your journey, you mm-hmm. know, like, oh, you know, this guy's got it all together and, you know, everything's been peachy and all that other stuff, right? I'm sure you've had your moments of, of down cycles, right, throughout your journey, right? So, well, absolutely. And, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's peaks and valleys like we were talking about before. I mean, you know, no life is perfect. I know we live in a the social media age right now. We, you know, people see somebody on social, you know, Twitter or whatever, and they say, oh my God, they have a life. Right. everything everything's perfect for them they had no problems in their life <laughs> and that's the and one of the inherent problems with social media is, is it, a lot of times it's not real everybody has problems you know everybody has failures everybody has challenges in their life uh, i'm no different you know I've, I've had many failures many challenges that i had to first of all accept and but mm-hmm. you know then try to get past those so yeah many many ups and downs throughout my life throughout my career but as we were talking about daniel before so much is tied up i believe in, in mindset you know and cultivating that that correct mindset in that way you know that outlook on life because you know believe it or not we control a lot in our life with some things we can't control but we can control the six inches between our ears and that's the most important thing and that's what i try to convey in my shows and to convey to people I talk to is, you know, it's, uh, you know, you have control, you know, law enforcement is, is one of those you know, professions where it's inherently negative. You know, it's not a right. dig on the people that serve in law enforcement. That's just the way it is. People don't call us when things are great. They call us when things are, you know, what hits the fan. Right. And that over a course of, of a career that affects you, you know, I don't care how tough you are and how you can, you know, how much you can ignore stuff. I was that guy coming out of the military into law enforcement. Oh, nothing's going to bother me. And over the years, it did start to bother me, you right. know, death and all kinds of other trauma you see. That's not normal. So, but, you know, I started to shift my perception, my mindset, you know, a, a while ago. And that's really made all the, uh, you know, all the difference in, in my world. And so that's, that's what, uh, you know, yeah, everybody has challenges. I mean, nobody's without challenges and failures, but it's how you look at it. You know, it's either get back on that horse or just stay down. And unfortunately, as you probably know, brother, a lot of people just, you know, once they fail, they're just down and they're just like, well, I guess this is it. You know, I'm just resigned to this. This is my life. And that's going to be your life. If you have that attitude, you know, uh, going forward. Right. Yeah, and it's it's always uh, it always reminds me of the simple analogy of of uh, you don't get abs going to the gym once, right? You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. right. Yeah, you gotta you get you gotta keep at it consistently, keep right? At it. And of yeah. course, you gotta change some other things as well. Right? Yeah, yeah. To make sure you you know stay on track to reach your goal, and unfortunately, a lot of times you know in today's society, people will try things once, or say I tried that, or I did this, or you know and it didn't work for me. Right. Or I tried meditation. Right. <laughs> well, it's just that it's just that instant gratification society right. we live in. We've lived in it for a while now, where we want things we want it done yesterday. And when, right. and I'm not saying any nobody out there is going to willing to put in the work, but a lot of people won't. You know, they right. want that instant gratification. You know, I mean, I, I talk to a lot of people who want to start podcasts. You know, and they, well, I want to get a million downloads. Okay, it's not going to happen overnight. And then right. a lot of people who start shows. They give up on them because for a variety of reasons, mainly because they didn't make a million dollars right out of the gate. Right. And so again, it's just, it's, you gotta, you gotta get into that. Uh, you know, life is not a, a sprint, it's a marathon, you know, and it takes, it takes a while to, to, you right. know, nothing comes easy. I mean, uh, you gotta work for it. 
Yeah. And it's that consistent effort, you know, yeah. just doing something every day to move yourself forward. So exactly. Yeah. So I love that. I love the spin that you're taking on because obviously, you know, talking about criminal justice, I could imagine, you know, you're passionate about it, obviously for, you know, mm-hmm. your motivations of impact. Right. Um, but also it could be a dry subject, right. For some, right. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. also the important thing is like, you know, the underlying mission for you of, of being able to impact people at the, you know, the mindset level, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and really know that that's where it starts. Right. It's like, you know, how do we, how do we address this differently? How do we look at things differently? So it's exciting to see someone doing it in that space because, like I said, I didn't even know it existed until today. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Sure, there was stuff out there, but it's fun stuff, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, um, so tell me a little bit about what's the, you know, what's the legacy for you? What's the, you know, the life, the life goal for you of what you, when you leave this earth, what's that? What would you like to be able to, you know, have done? Well, I want to be, you know, known as as one of the people that that helped, you know, our brave men and women to protect us every day, you know, help them cope and deal with the challenges like we just talked about. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be known as as the guy who, you know, you know, believes in law enforcement, the believe and not that other people don't believe in law enforcement, but I want people to know you know, our, that our first responders, our criminal justice professionals, they're loved, you know, they're, they're cared for, you know, people care about them. And we were talking again, a little bit uh, off the air, Daniel, you know, I mean, the majority of people out there care about law enforcement, they respect mm-hmm. law enforcement, it's just a small minority of people that don't. And unfortunately, they get the loudest uh, bullhorns. But I want to be, you know, uh, my legacy, I want to leave people with my podcast, my message, my uh, inspiration and motivation for our brave men and women. And that's, that's pretty much my legacy. That's what I want to be known for the work I've done for, for the brave men and women who protect us every day. Awesome. Right. And that would be, uh, you know, that would be, a, 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 you know, you're already living it, which is awesome, right? So you're already <laughs> doing it at some level. You've dedicated, obviously, a huge part of your life already to mm-hmm. it, right? In it. Yeah. Um, so it's awesome to see you actually living it, right? And working towards that, you know, uh, I appreciate eventually it. when you move on to the next thing right whatever that is <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, fun stuff so um so what is uh you know and and just give me a and i just want to hear this from a perspective because obviously you've put a lot of time into you know growing as a person right so what do your daily disciplines look like you know of of you know whether it be from when you first started the journey you know and as you've discovered and what that looks like now right so my daily my daily uh, journey starts every every morning, brother. I mean, I I don't get out of bed until I I go through uh, my gratitude, you know. And that mm-hmm. starts with, you know, as a matter of fact, when I'm still you know kind of half asleep, I start. It's weird. I mean, I have this internal clock I always have, but I start. You know, I usually get up around five a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, and before I even get out of bed, which is about five fifteen, I go through everything in my life that I'm grateful for. My family. Uh, you know, my health, being alive, first and foremost, everything I go through my life, you know, and I really feel it. You know, it's one thing, you know, thinking about things, but I, I've learned over the, you really got to feel it. That's where the power comes from. So I, I do that every morning. I get up, uh, I go downstairs. Uh, again, I make some coffee, drink some water, and then I start meditating, usually 10, 15 minutes. Uh, and after that, I usually hit the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I go work out because I believe everything starts with the body. Your body runs at all, man. If you're not mm-hmm. taking care of yourself, you know, you know, not only spiritually, but physically, right. you know, I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> you need to, you need to do that. So uh, I've always been really good at that, you know, throughout my career, you know, I was ingrained to be in the military as far as the physical aspect of it. Uh, and then I, you know, I get, yeah, get, uh, get on my day, usually midday, uh, I break for about 10 minutes and I do more meditation. 
Mm -hmm. uh, and again, um, and I forgot, I usually journal in the morning too. So I journal, mm -hmm. I put my goals down, what I want to accomplish that day, uh, what I accomplish for the week. And then I recap those uh, at night before I go to bed. I go through my gratitude practice again, and I go through my journal of what I accomplished that day, what, what things were kind of bothering me, uh, why I didn't accomplish certain things. And I do that every day, and that's really helped me. And I wasn't always like that. I mean, I wasn't always like that. I started this practice about six, seven years ago. And right. again, like we were talking about, it really has impacted me for the better. It's changed me. Uh, about eight years ago, brother, I was one of those cynical people. I was, you know, I mean, we, you mentioned kind of, uh, you know, you're talking to your brother recently and ah, I don't believe in that stuff. And I was one of those people, man. I, was, I didn't believe in any of that stuff where, mm -hmm. you know, I was kind of on a journey and it wasn't a good journey. I was very successful in my career. I'm not talking about professional success. I had that, but, you know, mm -hmm. deep down, I was still, you know, bitter. I suffered from, you know, PTSD and a lot of stuff I've seen right. over the years. So I really came to a fork in the road. Do I want to head down the, you know, stay on the journey I'm at miserable, impacting my personal relationships with my wife, my kids, or do I want to go on a different journey? And I chose a different journey. And it really, uh, you know, it really helped me tremendously. And uh, again, mm -hmm. I, I, it's, I'm not without problem days like everybody else. I don't live in a bubble, but uh, overall, my days are pretty well and, and great. And I'm grateful and happy. And I get to come on great shows like this. Right. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, that's that's awesome to see that you, you've on that journey, you know, how you're always improving to, to recognize, like, how can I be more grateful for the things that yeah. I have? And I think a lot of times we do take things for granted, right? Um, because we're not aware of this stuff right in front of us, right? Yeah. You know, one of the things I, if I could just, kind of elaborate on that a little bit, right. Daniel. I mean, so, you know, I don't know if you know who Gary uh, Vaynerchuk is, Gary V, yeah. you know, big, you know, author. And I remember seeing a, a speech for him, uh, you know, uh, from him a couple of years back, whose keynote he gave, and he came out to the, to the audience. And the first thing he said was 400 trillion. And everybody's kind of looking around going, what the hell is this guy talking about? He said, 400 trillion. He said, Those, that's the odds of you being born. That's T with a, with a trillion, not billion. Those are the odds of you being born. And everybody was just kind of, wow, that's statistic. That's not just some made up stat. Mm -hmm. um, and that really kind of impacted me. Still does when you said 400 trillion to one. Mm -hmm. A lot of us just take advantage of our life every day. I know I have. Right. But when you really look at that probability, the statistical probability of you being born, it really, at least for me, really kind of puts things in perspective. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, you have much to be grateful for. You, you really do. I mean, uh, because you, the flip side is you might not have been born. I mean, <laughs> you know, there's a pretty good chance you wouldn't have. So I, I love that. Yeah, I love that keynote. And it's probably, you can Google it. It's a great mm -hmm. keynote he did, but he starts out with that. And it's, it's just amazing. It's always stuck with me. Mm -hmm. And then for me, it really kind of put things into perspective as far as my life about being grateful not for the things. I mean, who cares about the things? Yeah, I, I'm glad. I'm grateful. I have a nice house and nice car and a nice watch and all that stuff. I mean, that's stuff. What I'm talking about is relationships. That's where that's where it is, you know. And building those relationships with people is loving relationships. That's that's where the rule. Uh, that's how you get really, uh, you know, that true meaning in life. In my opinion, is those relationships you you build. Nobody nobody goes to their deathbed saying, "Man, I wish I would have had that Rolex or Lamborghini right. or." you know, that condo. Uh, right. No, they don't do that. They always, you know, they say they should have gone after more of their dreams and they should have done more relationship building. Right. Awesome. Yeah. And it's, it's uh, powerful when you start to recognize those yeah. things and how you can leverage yeah. you know, what you have right in front of you. Cause a lot of times I believe we think we have this, you know, this, uh, 
uh, feeling of like it's outside of me, right? And you know, and really everything you need is within you, right? You just have to yeah. make the decision. You are the answer. You yeah. you are the key. Yeah. You know, you you have all the tools and you know everything you uh, have inside you to be successful and, and change your life. And I would just give a piece of advice to your listeners out there, Daniel. Turn off the damn news. Mm-hmm. You know, turn off the news. Turn yeah. off the doom and gloom. Detox. Do a digital detox. A lot. I mean, I do that a lot. I mean, I don't even watch the news anymore. Right. Uh, I mean, I, I do. I, I do catch, catch a couple of uh, news updates here and there, but not like I used to. Right. And it's all negative. I mean, that's the job of the news, you know. So, and that's going to affect you if you're doing that every day. Just right. read, read positive stuff. Do positive affirmations. Go out, exercise. Go to the beach. I wish I was at the beach right, right now in Florida, buddy. It's snowing here in Colorado, so I wish I was uh, in Florida. So uh, again. Much to be grateful for, people. Much to be grateful right. for. Yeah, and I, you know, it's like you know, you're talking about you know detox from the news and everything. It's oh. like, you know, it's so, and it's so much easier these days if you're on a social platform to get pulled in by some of the yeah, exactly. And I, and I and I'm on social platforms, so you know, I mean, I have to be in a, in a sense for my show, and and yeah, you get sucked into that. But here's right. the thing: you don't. Everything's gonna. Everything always works out. You know, right. I mean, I mean, it always works out for for you know. I don't believe in, you know, I believe things happen for a reason. So, I mean, right. you know, just detox yourself from right. the doom yeah. and gloom. Right. Yeah. I always, always think about it as like, I don't really watch the news either. Right. Unless it's like something urgent that I need to watch yeah. like a hurricane update. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You know, and no, I usually don't I even do. know. Yeah. I usually don't even know a hurricane's coming until yeah, your yeah. mother calls me. Right. Yeah. Um, or, or, you know, she'll say, are you leaving? Right. Yeah, yeah, like, what are you talking about? Or if I go in the store and all the bread and the water, yeah, I was going to say everything's yeah. boarded up. Yeah. 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 When I go in the store, yeah. When you go to Costco and all the water's gone, you know, it's oh, yeah. coming. Right? <laughs> Crap, I better, better buy some water. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, definitely detox. And that's how, that's how extreme it is to me. It's like, you know, the hurricane could be on top of me. I wouldn't know unless somebody told me, right. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta, you know, just gotta detox it. You know, I mean, I, I, you know, I mean, I'm sure some of your listeners have heard of, and maybe you have a law of attraction, you know, I mean, I, I really am a believer uh, in the, in the law of attraction, you know, what you put out there, you're going to get back. You know, if you're thinking negative, negative, you know, thoughts, doom and gloom, you're going to get that back. I'm sure we all have. I don't know if you have, Daniel. I know I do. My family, there's some family members that are just constant downers. They're just toxic. I mean, it doesn't mean I don't love them, but every time you get on the phone or I get on the phone with them, it's it's just doom and gloom. It's my life sucks. Oh man, it's just, oh, I, I can't, you know. I, and you know what they keep getting in life, Daniel? They keep getting the same stuff. Right. Because they, they don't put forth, forth the action to change because it all starts with action. Not right. only mindset, but action. And then they wonder why they keep getting the same stuff. And I have people like that in my life. And you know what? It's not like I don't love them and care for them. I wish for them and hope for the best for them. But I don't talk to them every day. Right. Because I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Right. I've been there before. I don't want to go back. You know? Uh, So surround yourself with the right people. That's another thing. Surround yourself with the key people. I think Jim Rohn said you're the average of the five people you associate with. So I always tell people that I coach and mentor. Okay. who, Who do a people inventory? Who's around you? Right. You know, yeah, sometimes you got to weed your garden, right? I mean, yeah. get rid of the weeds. I hope I know that's people are oh, can't get rid of people. Well, I'm just I'm just saying you got to be pr- pretty selfish in who you're surrounding yourself with. Yeah, because I want to be around people that are lifting me up and, and building me up, not people that are bringing me down. So, yeah. And if you think about that, it's always uh, the, the words have always stuck with me. It's probably I think it's still in my Skype, you know, handle you become who you associate with. Oh, yeah. And Powerful. and uh, 
you know, and when you, when you start to realize that, like I've had my seasons where it's like, okay, if you hang out with the guys from the dojo at the bar a little too much, right. You know, um, or you, you know, are hanging around with the guys in the construction industry when I was in the construction space, right. Um, you're going to become more like them. Right. Um, and it's not a bad, you know, I'm saying it's a bad thing. If that's what you, what you want to do with your life, that's awesome. Right. But at the end of the day, if you're striving for something, right, you, you have to get a new circle of friends to help pull you up. Exactly. Right. Right. And I used to tell people, you know, in law enforcement, you know, I always tell people when I go to lecture in the academies and stuff like that, you know, people come up to me and they say, you know, what, what do you, you know, how do, how do you be successful in this, in this profession? I said, well, there's a lot of things, but one of the things I would recommend is get friends outside of law enforcement. Again, it's not a dig you know, right. on people who serve, but you got to have friends in law enforcement or outside of law enforcement, right. because the way I was groomed and the way I was raised in law enforcement is, oh, Daniel doesn't have a gun and a badge or a star. We can't trust him. No, right. we can't, you know, he's not one of us. Right. And that's, that's permeates still in the profession. Now, you know, sooner or later, you know, you're going to need people outside of the law enforcement profession. And if you look at everybody outside of the profession, like I used to do as a criminal, I can't trust right. Daniel. He's not a cop. Right. If you want to, we talked about, we're all living, you know, living longer. Most cops have side gigs on the side. If, if, if you don't trust people outside of law enforcement, and most people are good, by the way. I mean, right. that's another thing. Most people are good people. Uh, it took me a while to realize that. If you don't trust other people outside of law enforcement, you're going to have some serious problems down the right. road. So I always tell people, get friends outside of law enforcement. Mm -hmm. I remember my wife, you know, my, I, my got divorced, you know, after 20 years, uh, uh, married to a, a wonderful woman now Not that my ex-wife uh, is not wonderful. We have a great relationship, but she was in the profession too. She was a parole officer. And so we kind of just feed it off each other, the negativity. <laughs> so my, my new wife I've been with for a little over 10 years. I remember she always wanted to go out, you know, and me, she wanted me to meet some of her friends. And I was like, I'm not meeting any of your friends. They're not cops. Why mm -hmm. would I meet them? And then eventually it kind of wore on me. And, and I started going out just meeting new people. And I was like, this is great. This is, these people aren't criminals. These are, they're, they're amazing. They're great people. And it just, again, another thing that kind of, you know, shifted my mindset. I mean, I, I tell, you know, you got it. And to your point, Daniel, you got to surround yourself with, you know, some good people, you know, people in your life that not people in law enforcement. I'm not saying people in law enforcement aren't good people. I'm just saying you got to open your mind a little bit and you got to surround yourself with people that are bringing you up. Not bringing you know bringing you down and unfortunately i think a lot of people are stuck uh in that rut where they just surround themselves with yeah. the wrong people and some of them are family members and i, and I right. tell people i know it's tough but i mm. can love my family members that are negative but i don't have to hang out with them all the time i don't have to answer their phone every time they call right you know so that's key man i, I love mm. that you said that because it, it really is key to a lot of what we're talking about in your success is who you're around right you know yeah, who's your definitely. tribe whatever you want to call it Right. That's awesome. Yeah. So definitely uh, some powerful stuff. And that's a simple, I'm going to say simple, but, oh, you know, yeah. but, it, but it's, you know, I think of it as, uh, in terms of like rings of like, who's in your inner circle, who could you push out one ring and just keep at arm's length. Right? Exactly. And, and who's totally out that like, you know, I don't care. You know, I mean, yeah, I'd wish them well, but you know, I probably don't need that person in my life. Right. Um, well, but I'll be there if they need me. Right? I want to hurt their feelings. Well, you know right. what, you got to be pretty zealous and and, and pretty, uh, pretty selfish, in my opinion, right. of who you hang out with, because right. you are who you hang out with, right? You, know, you exactly. are who you associate with. Right. Awesome. So, so um, with everything that you have going on, right, and I know you shared a little bit about your legacy and the, you know, the impact that you're having currently, and you're basically living it now, right, with, you know, having the impact that you're having. Um, 
what would be one thing that you would share with somebody to say, you know, like if, if you're to come away from this, you know, this conversation, right. Um, that they could implement or something that could impact their life. That's helped you, right. That, that you would say, Hey, this is like something I would really look into to, to help support you. I know you've touched on a few things pre, you know, before the interview. Um, but I, I'd like for you to share, cause I have an idea what it might be, but don't want to give it away. <laughs> you know, I would say, and there's so many things I would say, but the, the first thing I would tell people if, if they really want to change their life, if they really want to start seeing an impact in their life is I, I would do every day. I would, I would start by writing down what you're grateful for. Mm -hmm. I mean, that would be the first thing and, and really, you know, do that for a week, you know, do that for a week. And it doesn't take a long time, but I would, I would go through as soon as you get up, just write a list of, of who and what. And I say who, because people are more important than things. Who, who, who are you grateful for in your life? What are you grateful for? You know, your health, whatever, write that down. And I'm willing to bet if you do that for a week, you're going to start feeling better and then just make it a practice. And then when you get the gratitude stuff down, maybe after a couple of weeks and you're used to doing that, maybe implement a meditation practice. And, and there's plenty of apps out there, Headspace, Calm, all kinds of different stuff you can look at research. Uh, but again, I would just start slow, you know, to, so that's, that's what I would, uh, the advice I would give people right now. And people, some, you know, people might be thinking, well, I don't have anything to be grateful for. You're alive. That's the first thing that's big, pretty grateful. Cause as we went through a lot of people, you know, the statistical probability of you being born are pretty much, wow, it's amazing. So I would start again, my advice. And that's what I tell people I coach and mentor is start with a gratitude practice and mm -hmm. everything else is kind of built off that, uh, right. in my opinion. So I, I would give people that advice, start being more grateful in your life. You know, we, we, you know, yeah, we're living in some challenges, time, uh, challenges, challenging times right now with COVID and all this other stuff going on. But still, we have much to be grateful for uh, right. in your life. Somebody always has it worse off than you. So, but you, you, you do have a lot to be grateful for. So I would, I would start right there. And again, head over to my website if you want to hear more, you know, cgevolution.com. It's all right there, my shows and my coaching and everything. Perfect. Awesome. And I was just going to ask how the people find out more about you. So you hit it, right? <laughs> so that worked out perfectly, right? Um, awesome. Well, uh, Patrick, I appreciate you taking the time today to share your message with the world and, and uh, excited to see where you go. And thank you for your service and the impact that you continue to have in, uh, you know, in the law enforcement arena, which is, you know, very needed um, in today's time. So I'm excited to uh, see the impact that you're going to continue to have. Daniel, it's been an honor to come on your show, brother. Thanks for having me on. And anything I can do for you, uh, please uh, reach out to me. You got my contact information. Uh, and it was an honor being on your show, brother. All right. Thank you, Patrick. All right. We want to thank you for being all in with us on today's episode of the All In Podcast Show. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, as well as ways to connect to our guests, head to allinpodcast.com. That's available exclusively on allinpodcast.com.